Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of John Dies at the Trend. Ah. Uh, I'm Jack O'Brien. That's Miles Gray. Mm. That short show title is a reference to uh, David Wong's book, John Dies at the End, and it is it was suggested by Ayesh Lal. Uh, so they said they were just reading the book and think the second book is extra uh, applicable during the pandemic. So anyways, shout out to uh, Jason Pardon. Miles, how are you? Great. Fantastic. Never stronger. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, you are flexing uh, to the point that you're, you're shaking. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, oh, I'm going to get a headache. <sighs> trying to get these triceps, man. Trying to get a throw a horseshoe on the back of this thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> throw a uh, <laughs> is that what you want? Is that you want? A horseshoe hey, you know on what the they tricep? say, man. When I'm when I'm working out to my toxic man tapes, they tell you biceps are for the ladies, but the tries are for the guys. <laughs> and I don't know what that <laughs> that means. That Does that mean to, ex- <laughs> to out of respect or they're attracted to it? I'm still. I think Tony Horton is still trying to figure out what he means by that in the P90X tape, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's all Tries good. are for the guys. Yeah. Because guys are impressed by Because they're like, yeah, man, because like everybody can work the biceps too, but the guys know. You know what I mean? And then we're like, yeah. you know, but when we say that all like on the low, maybe I, you know, I'm dealing with some stuff that I, it's weird to acknowledge the triceps of. Anyway, welcome to P90X. <laughs> uh, let's tell the people what's trending. Yeah. Uh, the office is trending. <laughs> They've <laughs> deleted their blackface scene. Uh-oh. Boy. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this earlier this week. You know, The Office was a very, uh, it was one of those shows that did kind of like what the Democratic Party likes to do of being like, yeah, see, that's not good. And then not really go much uh-huh. deeper than that. Uh, and at the mm-hmm. time, that was like sort of, you know, it was it was a fun way to sort of address the like big racist elephant in the room. Uh, and yeah. now we're kind of, it's, it's interesting because like, yeah, the show has such a different tone where like now I feel like most people wouldn't just like, look at camera awkwardly if your boss said some racist shit you'd be like well hold the fuck up michael scott just sit the fuck down my my good friend um although the the zinsk might just still look at the camera awkwardly yeah and he's gonna be like Uh, he's like he's like it can't be a stereotype if it's true (laughs) (laughs) like that's he's like affirmative action is racism against white people so oh jim the yeah so Greg Daniels, the creator or co-creator, because it's really a Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant joint, um, you know, talked about it, an episode from 2012 where Dwight shows up as, you know, this one of these uh, Pennsylvania Dutch folklore characters called Belschnickel. And he's like, he's like, yes. And he normally shows up with a like a character named Black Pete. And they're talking about like, oh, it's blackface or whatever. And like, that's not good. And you see Dwight text somebody and they they do like a smash cut to someone about to walk into the building in blackface and they get a text and they do a U-turn. Um, and Got then it. you see that character later in the episode and like they've clearly like sort of uh, very quickly smeared off their blackface. Uh, so there's like mm-hmm. remnants of it. And that's the extent of that reference. But they completely took that out. And, you know, uh, Greg Daniels was saying very sorry it's completely like unacceptable even like an a satire sorry <laughs> and that was about it but yeah this yeah. is a i don't know i mean like we were talking about this yesterday of is it you know 
is it really because you think it's unacceptable or you just don't want to really, you want to get ahead of being called out about it. So it's better to appear proactive and do it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, take a look at anything now. I'm sure there's plenty of things that need to be re-edited, but I think really, I would love to also see Greg Daniels say, and yes, because of this, I'm going to, you know, I want to be as a showrunner, put together a show that's empowering like black creators or you know, not the usual uh, American-looking type of show, because that would be something yeah. cool he could do with his tremendous power. Where there were enough black people on the staff that we never would have made that joke in the first place. Yeah, we would have known better. Yeah, um, and they felt empowered enough to speak up. There's a lot of traditions around the world. I think there's a Santa Claus character that uh, is in blackface, and oh, then there's so many. There's in, like, also Dutch and like in Holland, they have like a despicable black blackface character. They still do because that was kind of the reference yeah. of the Office episode, right? Yeah, I wonder if they're going to uh, reckon with that. Uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa has a a festival. Once a year, where uh, people dress up like pirates and put brown stuff on their face. Um, so that's something to mm. maybe keep an eye on, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. NBA, speaking of Florida, uh, 16 NBA players tested positive for COVID 19 ahead of the kind of mass testing of everybody who is planning to participate in the virus bubble playoffs that they're mm-hmm. going to do down in. Orlando, um, they are going to give them video games, so that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, tight. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. So so the, the players are going to be quarantined for 14 days before, you know, do all the things before they're able to come into contact with anybody. I, I get a, an increasingly queasy feeling about the this NBA plan, and I right. feel like they're going to have the good sense to call it off before before it starts is is my hope yeah it's just uh i mean i get the the desire of the athletes you know because it's like the yeah you truly have like a one focus lifestyle when you are an athlete like i can't think of i the run-ins i've had with professional athletes as like in their prime or as like parents they just seem like it's hard to go from your life being about one thing for a really long time and everything you do is in service of how you're going to perform this one thing. Uh, so I get that. Right. But at the same time, you know, you see just how much the owners and people know they're, they're just looking at all the money that is being missed and saying, like, isn't it worth trying? Maybe even if we can make it safe. And you just wish they could just, you know say this isn't it's not worth it at all like if one person passes away whether that's someone has to do with the league or in the facilities that's been a failure complete failure yeah and i'm also just i'm just sour because uh you know also soccer came back in england and my team's arsenal is making a joke of themselves i'm like this season should have stayed canceled don't need to see (laughs) this now do the players seem one one thing that i'm curious about if the nba does actually come back is that like, will the players, besides LeBron, who will always be in incredible, uh, almost bionic uh, shape, will the players, like, be in shape? Have the players in, in uh, England been in shape? We had, like, 9,000 injuries in, like, the first 10 minutes of our first game back. 
It was really? like it was out. Yeah. It was like and but like I told you, it was like that Simpsons scene where Homer goes out the back of the ambulance and falls down a cliff on a gurney. Like it was that comical. It seemed like a lot of people when they like officially teams came back to have people start training. It was it was nice to see that some of the athletes they're just like us and they also stress eat, uh, despite being like you know million <laughs> right. dollar you know athletic vehicles. Oh man. I have uh I'm I've been trying to lose the COVID fifteen that I gained uh from quarantining and stress eating uh and eating uh an entire pint and a half of ice cream in mm. one sitting. Yeah, man. Uh and it's not fun. What's your uh, have you ever to... thought when you eat ice cream like that, are you like, Am I dehydrated? And that's why I'm eating so much <laughs> ice cream? Because I that's think there are times when I'm like I know I'm like I'm on I'm on pace to be like I will finish this pint of ice cream if someone does not yeah. come in and take this out of my hand. <laughs> I'll try and drink. Yeah, I'm like, you. <laughs> I'll drink water before to be like, maybe I'm just dehydrated. And then I'll, my body will be like, I don't actually need this ice cream. I'll drink a huge glass of water. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I will. I will do that next time. Hydrate uh, first. No, and I if won't. you still want ice cream, then that means you deserve it. But hydrate first. Uh, is Jenny's problematic? Jenny's is, I know they're like tied to the Biden campaign in some way. I know. Biden, I don't know. At this point, it's like it, 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 you can't win with anything half the time because then something gets right. bought up by like Boeing or Raytheon. And next thing you know, like your, right. your kids, yeah. your kids like teething toys are also like parts of like predator <laughs> drones that were, you know, discontinued or some shit. Yeah. Kanye Gap is trending. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is. Dude, he signed a 10 year deal with the gap the gap clothing company to bring oversized uh over dyed crew neck sweatshirts to the masses so he is basically yeah it, really? this is a new yeah it's yeezy season at the gap and the gap stock couldn't be happier the, the dude the shares went up 39 percent uh just I off mean, the strength like of that incredible for them isn't it like why would he do that I don't know. I mean, maybe because it's fast fashion, they can make a lot of clothing cheaply and exploit that labor as they do it. I don't know. I mean, it. I have a feeling just because they're so massive, it's the scale that the Gap offers versus anything else. Right. Like you could just flood the zone with T-shirts and things that just happen to have bigger sleeves. So that's what he's saying. It's going to be modern, elevated basics sold at accessible price points, unlike all the other Yeezy season shit that was like, you want to pay, you know, $400 for sweatpants that look like they're, you know, Bill, Pel Bel Bill Belichick had diarrhea in. <laughs> <laughs> he will continue to sell uh, the overpriced stuff, I'm guessing, right? This is just like in addition to? If he's, yeah, I mean, if he's like the... I don't even know what he is anymore. Sure. I, I think you'd think right. so because, you know, this was all driven by his desire to, you know, conquer the world of high fashion, which he says, yes, I did that. So um, in your face, Virgil Abloh. But I don't know mm. what. Yeah, I don't know if maybe he's just like realizing it's a, like it's such a bad look like luxury fashion right now is such a bad look if you're trying to look like anyone connected to yeah. like what the you know what the like actual world is like um yeah maybe that makes sense but i don't know we'll see what happens that's the only details that have come out like we don't know anything about numbers money what have you but we just know 10 years 
The Gap, and Kanye West, which is funny because he rapped about them in College Dropout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that that was his original. I was just thinking about that for some reason that that was his original aesthetic was like Gap, J Crew, like kind of preppy yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. Finally, McGangbang is trending. A YouTube influencer, yeah, it recreated one, and people are just a younger generation is just finding out about it. Oh, that's um, why it's. Tr- I'm like, what are these kids going on about? Yeah, uh, she, I I think her name is Sawidi, and <laughs> yeah, people are just figuring out what it is. I feel like we should do a podcast where we try and figure this like youth shit out. We're like Sawidi <laughs> yeah. and. Because we're just uh, close I'm... enough that it's embarrassing. We don't know anything about it, <laughs> but also so far away that it makes sense too. And I'm like, I don't. And be like, it's sweetie, Dad. I'm like, I don't know. You were uh, <laughs> you were saying that they did a thing with these uh, TikTokers, <laughs> these uh, kids, man, they, these youngers, these youngins. They they'd never heard any of like the iconic songs from the Dude, 2000s. Yeah, like say my name, they just complete like that when I saw that I was like, "Oh, we we are really now I know." Like who's Beyonce? Well, also I, I realized too that that was I've always known obviously millennial influence is is waning in terms of like being at the cutting edge of what youth culture. It's been like that for some time. But now like when I see videos of like that, I'm like, "Oh no, like we we do we no longer make the culture." Like that's not like when young yeah. kids are like, I don't know, I don't know what you old people think this is because it's not sacred to us, and now we are the focus of like these social media platforms. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna fade to the back, and I can fully be an old head. <laughs> mm. But if you don't know what a McGangbang is, you first you order a McDouble, mm-hmm. then you order a hot and spicy McChicken, and then you combine the two. Uh, you just split the two uh, burger patties. And then stick the McChicken in, in between. Right. Uh, it's, and it's, voila, you know, you know what it is? Levels. It's the, I'm watching her live stream video that she did. She's adding fries. She's really doing something, you know, over the top with it. I mean, I mean, mm. but also combining three sandwiches at McDonald's is <laughs> right. inherently over the top. But the takes on Twitter, it feels like old millennials. Starting to be like, right. can't believe you didn't know the McGangbang. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah, yeah. half the tweets I'm looking at. They're like, man, these kids really didn't know what a McGangbang was just because so we didn't like, okay, look, we're old, everybody. We're just accept yeah. that. We're old and broke. We thought by this point we wouldn't be so broke, but we are old and broke. Uh, and that's just what mm. it is right now. That is correct. That also, uh, because I'm in the process of trying to fix my diet up a little bit uh that make like watching somebody eat and make a make gang bang really uh is giving me uh hunger pains mm. that is, my mouth is literally it's watering close the window man you're gonna mess your microphone up <laughs> anyways that is going to do it for the week thank you guys for listening we hope everyone's well wash your hands wear a mask be kind to yourself be kind to each other don't do nothing and we'll be back on monday we'll talk to you then bye bye